words on water. Welcome to WEF Tech Now. I'm Travis Loop with the Water Environment Federation. I'm going to be talking about WEF's specialty conferences for 2022. We have a very exciting slate of these to discuss. Hope all of you are going to be making plans to join us in person at specialty conferences. Joined by Amy Corvo, uh, also specialty conference advisory panel co-chair and vice president and director of digital solutions for CDM Smith. Amy, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Travis. I'm really excited to be here. All right. WEF specialty conferences are awesome. You know, uh, WEF Tech is an amazing show. It's a can't miss show. We're here, WEF Tech, talking about the specialty conferences, though, because we want to let people know what's coming up in 2022. A lot of exciting opportunities to be in person and talk about water issues. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So why don't you tell me about some of them? What's one of the conferences coming up? Sure. So, you know, what I love about the specialty conferences uh, is really the ability to do that deep dive into some technical content. And, you know, WEFTEC is amazing. Um, and you could spend a whole day canvassing <laughs> the floor or, you know, and, and meeting with vendors. You certainly have that opportunity at specialty conferences, but it, in a more intimate setting, a smaller setting where you can really meet with such great professionals and, you know, we're kicking off the, the series with the WEF AWWA Utility Management Conference. That'll be in, uh, in late February down in Orlando. That's such a great opportunity for utility leaders and executive directors, um, a variety of uh, uh, professionals really to gather and do some deep dives on, you know, leadership, DE&I, you know, workforce challenges, all of the things that really from a leadership and management perspective are, are really hot topics. Um, and of course, we have the YP Summit. At the at the utility management conference as well, so it's a great opportunity to learn a lot about pressing you know issues that affect us all from you know management and leadership perspective. I know that the attendance and interest in that conference has really just skyrocketed yes. for the past several years. You know the COVID year, you know aside. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you think that says about the the sector? I, you know, I think it showcases the similarities we're all plagued with, whether we're talking about it from a, a large utility, a small utility, consulting firm, you know, the, the whole gamut really, you know, at the end of the day, it's a people industry, right? And I think a lot of the topics that they're able to tackle are some of those leading edge, but also, you know, fundamental people management challenges, you know, assets in general, the asset management's a big track as well. And, you know, really trying to recognize we're all trying to solve very similar problems and elevates it at a level that I think, you know, there's a lot of commonality in that. Sure. So. And the fact that it's kind of has WEF and AWWA yes. involved, Why, what's the benefit of that to attendees? What, how does that make it a more valuable conference for people? You know, I think um, at the heart of it, it's a one water cycle, right? Like, it, you know, it, it's the same droplet that cycles through. So recognizing that, you know, we have brethren on, on the potable water side that are facing many of the same challenges as uh, as we are on the wastewater side is, is really important. I mean, it, it's no different. You know, the leadership, the management, the assets in general may be slightly nuanced and different, but, but the content there is, you know, again, it, it really transcends and it breaks apart those barriers or silos that, you know, prevent us from really taking the industry to the next level. 
and that conference is also an opportunity for utility leaders to maybe mingle and network with other utility yes. leaders that they don't usually see because they're on, quote, different sides of the house, yes. right? So that's yeah. a nice be benefit. Different sides of the house, even different parts of the country, mm. right? Like, you know, there are some, some challenges some of the larger organizations face that are different than smaller utilities. And this is a great opportunity for folks to come together in person, sit down at the table, you know, uh, with some of, you know, the other big utilities and leading uh, leaders or executive directors and really ask them, how are you, how are you handling this? We're, we're struggling with this issue. What are you doing? And, you know, that's really where we learn the most, you know, is, sure. I mean, obviously technical content and papers and presentations are really important, but that one-on-one -on -one personal connection that you can establish with a peer that's, you know, facing the same challenge, you know, I think that's really where collaboration and great minds come together. Absolutely. All right. What's another specialty conference on the calendar? Yeah. So brand new. Uh, uh -oh. I mean, brand new one coming. Breaking it's, news, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's public health and um, and wastewater-based epidemiology and surveillance. And it's a new summit that's coming um, in Cincinnati this year in March. And certainly, um, you know, the pandemic has shown us a lot about uh, how responsive we need to be with regards to disinfection and public health in general and, and some of the, the challenges um, our workforce, the water workforce, faces in encountering these uh, these elements. So, um, so we're really excited about that. I think it'll be a great opportunity to bring some really talented, skilled um, researchers and um, and really public health officials. You know, that's that's been a challenge for us with regards to wastewater-based epidemiology, and that wastewater and public health mm -hmm. officials haven't always necessarily been. Uh, together at the table. And uh, wastewater-based epidemiology and that type of surveillance really gives us an opportunity to work together in a new way and, and, and provide and empower public health officials with um, the least invasive types of surveillance. Uh, and, and at a broad community level, that really affords them that opportunity to proactively respond as best they can. And, you know, wastewater-based epidemiology is certainly a tool that, you know, we want to try to see promoted and leveraged to the best of its ability. Um, because, again, it is a way to surveil the, the, the environment and what's going on um, in a, in a non-intrusive way and give them that, that uh, proactive data set they can yeah. respond to. And that's, that's going to be important beyond just COVID. Oh, There's absolutely. Applications in the future absolutely. in a lot of different ways. Yes. And this conference in March uh, in Ohio will be a great opportunity to network with public health yes. people, learn and build those relationships we need to, to yeah, move forward. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, that they, they talk about the fact that obviously we're still reeling from this pandemic, but it, it won't be the last. It certainly wasn't the first. Mm. Um, and, you know, there's there's a lot of research that talks about how wastewater-based epidemiology really could have helped in prior pandemics as well. And so we certainly want to be proactive, learn from that, and and set our public health officials up and, and everyone really for a much more rapid response should this should this situation ever happen again. So it's not all COVID-based, certainly, yeah. but really, you know, defining that tighter partnership between public health officials and, and our uh, wastewater teams is really going to be important to prevent you know, such a situation as we have now. Yeah. And just a side note, it's exciting that WEF's chief medical officer, uh, Dr. Yes. Andrew Sanderson, will be part of that conference. Yes. So uh, yeah. an opportunity to hear from him and, and meet him in person. Uh, 
Also, yeah. sorry, I didn't want yeah, to interrupt no, you. I was just going to add, I was just thinking about that. And the new cooperation between WEF and the CDC, yes. I think, is a great example, too, about uh, new, new um, talk about new relationships kind of forging, right? Public health, wastewater. Now we're talking CDC. And I, again, that's a great way for us to be proactive. And I, I think that's going to be highlighted at this conference as well. Yeah, it's, it's exciting that WEF is, is partnered with the nation's leading public health yes. uh, agency. So, yeah. all right, I think you've got another one on the calendar to share with us. Yeah. Yes, Collection System Conference. It's one of the largest. It's uh, It's been going on for several years and a great opportunity um, to really highlight the latest techniques. We hear a lot about CSOs and SSOs and really, you know, Collection Systems is one of the the groups that's really leading quite heavily on Internet of Things and mm. leveraging real-time data. And, you know, um, and so it's a really great way to pull some of the intelligent water, smart water trends that are going on to the forefront with this conference. Um, this is also a great one for operators as well. You know, we want to recognize that we really uh, are, go hand-in-hand, hand, right, engineering and, and our operators. And so uh, this is another great one that's got some long-standing history, very successful. And, you know, that one's going to be in Detroit this April. And I think what's great about these specialty conferences is, you know, again, they're, they're smaller, more intimate in the sense that you can really partner with some technical um, content. You can dive real deep, but they highlight what's going on in the region too, you know. And again, it's a great opportunity for member associations in that region to really be highlighted as well as, you know, um, show that partnership again between WEF at a national level and our member associations really show recruitment and, and just benefit the, the region and what's happening there as well. And yeah. Detroit's a great example uh, for the collection system. Well, that's a great way to showcase that. And like you said, it seems to me that collection systems is one of those areas where technology and, and the digital influence is making things move a little faster. And mm -hmm. so it's good to come to a conference like this so you can keep up. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, in some ways, you know, the way we've handled our uh, engineering and, and our, our technology, a lot of it's tried and true, but uh, but certainly we're seeing advancements all across the board, and, and that's a great example of one, uh, certainly, again, with real-time sensors and, and trying to predict flow events, mm. and that's especially challenging with climate change and, you know, the intensity and frequency of storms, and so it's really becoming a valuable tool to help you know, equip or arm the folks that are managing and maintaining these systems with as much real-time information as possible to respond. Joined by Dr. Charles Bott. He is co-chair of the Specialty Conference Advisory Panel, also works at Hampton Roads Sanitation District. Thanks for coming on. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I know you're going to talk to us about some of these conferences that are coming up. So we will just start moving through them. You can talk about what, what we have. Okay. So one of the topical conferences, uh, Residuals and Biosolids Conference in May, uh, 20, uh, May 24th to 27th in Columbus, Ohio. Um, that is a, obviously a long-running conference for WEF and one of the larger specialty conferences. Um, you know, uh, residuals and biosolids are, um, are as ever, an, a really important topic in our field. Um, there are a lot of new issues and a lot of new things that are, uh, that are certainly to be covered at that conference. Um, uh, intensification in biosolids management processes. Of course, PFAS in biosolids is an interest for a number of a number of people, and there are a lot of projects that are generating some interesting data uh, on that now. Um, so, yeah, the, that conference uh, will continue a long, 
long trend of really successful biosolids conferences. Yeah, and like you said, it's very it's very well attended. It's a very popular conference. It is. And I think that speaks to the importance of residuals management right. and and also just the potential and the importance of biosolids as a as a resource right. that's recovered and then serves so many benefits in the community. Sure. Uh, there's just a, it just continued interest in that. Yeah. And what are the types of people, obviously biosolids program managers, yep. but, but you know, so talk that is, about those That's people. a very broad sector, mm. right? Um, you know, that that's really um, a, a cuts across all the various um, um, job functions in our field. Um, mm. So I don't think there's anything, any, ex, any exclusion there, you know, equipment suppliers, technology providers, consultants, academics, regulators, operators, engineers, consultants, and so on. So, you know, the full gamut. And I know that there's even more research and science going on on yeah. biosolids. And um, certainly that conference will be a place to kind of hear about the yeah. latest in those areas. That's really important as there's more attention on biosolids right. and, and scrutiny almost. That science is important. That's a great place yeah. to come get that. What's, a, what's another conference people so, should be aware of? The Innovations and Process Engineering Conference in Miami. Um, this, is, this conference is in its second year. Uh, the first, first go-round was virtual, unfortunately, last year, and, and then this year we hope to be in person. June 20th to 23rd in Miami. Um, it's a very um, intentionally a very technical conference that replaces the Nutrient Conference uh, now that ran for a lot of years, um, and really um, very intentionally targeting um, technical process engineering issues that cover the whole treatment plant. Nutrient removal is, of course, an important part of that conference, but it encompasses uh, a lot broader selection of process issues that go beyond and include nutrients. Mm. So, what type of people should attend that conference? So it's a. I mean, that's a. This is this is this is um, this is a conference that really is intended for kind of a broad group of people that are interested in process engineering: consultants, utility folks, uh, members of academia, students, and so on. Uh, you know, it's, there's really not a program at this conference that is intended for operators and operator training. Um, that, that, again, is a bit intentional. There are certainly a lot of other conferences that provide that mm -hmm. opportunity. Um, and, and, I, and it's not to say that operators shouldn't attend this conference. It's, it's just this conference is, is, is most definitely at, at an engineering level. Um, but it's also, it also does feature some um, really interesting and exciting new things in, in treatment plant operations as well. So Fantastic. What's last on the calendar in yeah. 2022? <laughs> I know, it's a crazy year, right? Lots to learn and do. So the last one is the Stormwater Summit, and that's in June, and late June, and that'll be in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, and that's a great opportunity for stormwater professionals and regulators, you know, uh, to come together and really do that deep dive uh, topic and you know, green infrastructure is a real big discussion as it as it should be. Uh, you know, we have lots of discussions about climate change and resiliency, and and certainly green infrastructure is one way to solidify our uh, resiliency with infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And um, and so that's going to be a great topic and great great conference for folks to come together and really tackle some of these challenging issues. Yeah. Stormwater is an area that has a lot of challenging issues, you know, especially as climate change creates these more intense rainfalls yes. and flooding events. Mm -hmm. uh, stormwater infrastructure is, is aging and needs a lot of work. We did a, a big report that looked at the, the shortfall there and in funding and investment. Yes. And so they've, they've got a lot of challenges to tackle. 
great opportunity again for professionals to come together and yes. and borrow from each other yes. and figure out how to do this. Learn and, and we'll have some, you know, again, we'll have uh, the government side of it, the regulators as well, so they can mm. come together and work together. I mean, it has to be a partnership. You know, we have to be working together to solve this problem. We're not you know, we're not at opposite ends of the spectrum. We all want the best. You sure. Know. Well, Amy, uh, thanks. Thank you and, and Charles for the work you put in co-chairing no this and helping to make these specialty conferences be so impactful for WEF members in the water sector at large. And thanks for coming to share this lineup for 2022. Uh, I know a lot of people are eager to get out in person and, and be out there. Yes. And these are some great ways to do it. So, great. Thank you. Yeah, thank Thanks you. so much. We're happy and couldn't be done without uh, all the WEF staff as well and, and all the volunteers. So it's great. We're happy to be here. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Words on water. <laughs>